0: On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the Jetcast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The Jet Cast Podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving online at SC dot Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative. Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, like Krebs.
1: Two thousand twenty-two has been a banner year for Newman Jets softball. The Jets enter the last week of the season with an 18 and 26 re- record matching a program record for wins. And the Jets have a chance for the MIAA tournament as well. We are here for the penultimate edition of the Jetcast for 2022. This is episode 69. Anissa Ramos, one of two Jets uh, that will be on our show today. She's one of two Jets in every game that she's played. She has started for Newman, all 44 of them. She joins us, I believe, I was talking before the show, Anissa, I believe that you are the first person in the history of the Jetcast and even counting the coaches show when we did that. Back when we were on the radio. I don't think anybody's ever been on the show twice in one season. So, a little history for you there as well. Thanks so much for coming back. Of
2: course, thank you.
1: Um, you guys had a tremendous week last week. They went three and one last week, they had a sweep. At Nebraska Kearney, uh, got beat in game one at Fort Hayes State, 10-2, to but then came back to nip the Tigers 6-5 to in game two of that doubleheader. So a 3-1 week in the MIAA. That had to feel really good. How proud are you guys of what you were able to accomplish on the road? And gosh, that's probably your longest or second longest road trip of the year last week, too.
2: Yeah, um, it was just a really good weekend for us. We played for each other, and our approach was, I think, the best we've had um, in the past Two years I've been here. At least we played for each other. We did what we had to do. You know, we swept Carney, and they the next game came out and uh, split with UCO. So it was a really good weekend for us. So.
1: What do you mean by when you say your approach? What specifically are you talking about? And what's making this year's approach? I mean, obviously the the numbers speak for themselves. What's making your approach this year more effective and and more efficient for you guys?
2: Um, I guess I would like to say we have really played for each other these past. This past year has just been a lot better with the team chemistry. Um, we have a lot better talent we do. I don't have to say that's a key factor <laughs> in this year's numbers. Um, I guess just our approach up to bat, um, we are a high-scoring team. We are. We hit a lot. That's not a big factor, but we just played for each other and – I guess numbers are showing when we play for each other.
1: Now, one of the things that we've been dealing with over at the Baseball Diamond a lot, and I know that because I see you guys over, you know, you guys have a little bit more hair, so it's flopping around in the wind. <laughs> yes. Um, is there a lot of wind? You're from Long Beach, California. Yeah. Five-one sophomore infielder, by the way. Um, is there that much wind in California when you guys are playing?
2: No, <laughs> not compared to playing, especially this weekend in haze. It was... Horrible. Well, it let me blow- tell
1: you, it was the same down here in Wichita. <laughs> yeah. and it, it's a little bit different because the fields are kind of reversed in how they're aligned, so most of the time it's blowing out of the south, it seems like, mm-hmm. so that's favoring the right-handed hitters at McCarthy Field, whereas on the NU softball field, that would be favoring the left-handed hitters. Yeah, um, Have you seen any, seen any moonshots over there?
2: Um, we have. Um, our team specifically maybe have not played with the wind i would say we have a couple lefties but i mean lindsey may was the one that has been leading us in home runs and she she'll get them out there but um it has been hard to i guess play with the wind especially being a right-handed batter so
1: sure well and how what's the biggest adjustment that you've had to make in playing with the wind and when i bring this up because i mean when she says it was crazy like we've had Two wind days i don 't think i 've ever remember this, but we had two wind days over a baseball. It was gusting to fifty gusting to fifty fifty five mm-hmm. so when you 're i mean obviously defensively that 's going to move the softball around we 've seen it move the baseball around incredibly. How do you have to adjust with, especially on like what well, would be any other day a normal pop fly on the infield, and all of a sudden, you know, when it's gusting to 50, that's uh, anything but routine.
2: Uh, yeah, um, just like a basic pop-up to me maybe. That could be in the outfield. That could even be a home run at, at the, with this wind. Last year when we played UCO, I actually hit a walk-off. It was a pop-up to the second baseman, but she couldn't read it. Like, it's, it's hard to read. It definitely is hard to read.
1: So, no wind in California. Um, you guys, as we talked about just before we started – You guys are tied now, the winningest team in NU history, and you guys have got four games coming up next, and they will be at Missouri Southern on Friday. That's a 3 o'clock doubleheader. And then at Pittsburgh State to wrap things up on Saturday, that's a 1 o'clock doubleheader. Um, How much does it mean? How important is it to you guys? How much have you talked about Obviously, you want to get three of four, four of four to give yourself a chance to make the NCAA tournament. But how much do you want that one win just to say, you know, we're the the best team that Newman's ever had, and uh, you know, a good chance to maybe get to that twenty win mark for the first time in, in school history.
2: Yeah, um it's really huge, honestly. Last year, it's been a big jump between the team last year and this year, and us returners. Just we after the game in Hayes, we we're like, oh my gosh, we just tied it, like. If we get one more win, knowing us, we're gonna get the win. I mean, it's huge. Absolutely, we It's just really. It's encouraging.
1: I mean, it was. I mean, the the, the improvement that you guys have made is dramatic. I mean, I think you guys won six games last year. You guys have, I mean, that's 12 more. You have, you've won three times as many more games. Did you think, I mean, I'm sure that you, when you put in the work in the off season, you always assume you don't put in the work thinking, oh, well, we're just going to win six games again. Mm -hmm. You always think you're going to get better. You're going to improve. Did you think you'd be this much further ahead than you were last year? Coming in? Honestly,
2: yes. Um, we brought in a lot of girls that were going to really help us. Um, we have the depth this year. We have girls that have the right mentality, and I, I definitely knew we were going to be a lot better than we were last year.
1: So coming up on the show, we're also going to be joined by Mackenzie Anderson. She is a senior from right here in Kansas from Halstead, a utility player. Uh, I want to know from you, what's the one thing that we don't know about Mackenzie?
2: Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things, but I just think um, Mackenzie's a – One of our hardest workers, you know, um, she has to, I guess, put in the most work and She's definitely improved from the last couple of years I've played with her, and she puts her all for this team. And She's just a, a great person all around.
1: Yeah, I mean, but she's hitting about 100 points higher this year than she did last yeah. year. So, yeah, the, the improvement has been dramatic. Uh, you were very nice. We'll see. I'm going to ask her the same question about <laughs> you. We'll see if uh, she gives a similarly friendly answer. At Missouri Southern, 3 o'clock on Friday at Pittsburgh State, 1 o'clock on Saturday, both on the road. Um, so I guess last question for you, obviously, looking at the stand, you don't want to. How much do you guys look at the standings right now? When as you go in, obviously, you know, you came in and said, "Man, we really needed Emporia State yeah. to lose. That would have really been helpful." Uh, it didn't happen, obviously. But you know, are you guys going to be scoreboard watching in between, in the middle of game of the game?
2: Um, we have been practice yesterday. <laughs> we were watching these games. I mean, every game is crucial. Everybody's in it. There's every, anybody can be anybody, as we've seen. We beat Roger State. Um, number
1: number two team in the country, <laughs> and there's a great video of that. I think that's on the Newman Jets or the at Newman Jets SB uh, Twitter page. You can go and check that out where uh, they literally walked it off a bases loaded walk to end the game. There was an ejection for Roger State. It was uh, uh, pandemonium and bedlam at <laughs> NU softball field. Yeah. Uh, that had to be extremely rewarding and exciting.
2: Yes, that was – honestly, we knew we could beat them. We we have the team. Um, I think we over – I guess we thought their pitcher was going to be a lot better than she was. I mean, she is. They do write her, and they've been – they are just – we expected more of them and I don't I think they expected to roll over us and they did not experience.
1: do you do you guys feel like you know you you show up and and maybe this year I mean it might be different next year mm-hmm. but do you feel like teams you know when they show up to play Newman like oh well this team just won six games oh, yeah. it you know they're they're not really a threat to us did, did, did how much did that play into your guys's mentality and aggressiveness when you got onto the field this year
2: yeah um especially playing like the top teams Roger State UCO just like these bigger teams I think they expected to roll over. Over us and
1: well, and you also said, you say, it's interesting you use the word bigger because we were talking, yeah. saying, you know, like we're all, you know, everybody on the Newman team, we're all short girls. Yeah. We don't have anybody who's really, do you have anybody who's tall on the team that you would consider tall?
2: I mean, we have our pitcher, Annabelle Teen, and I would say maybe Caitlin Pratt, but we don't have. Any girl that's probably like, wow, she's huge. Like, when I go to UCO or play these bigger teams, like, oh, I'm a lot smaller than these girls.
1: <laughs> but as we mentioned, you know, that's not it's, – it's not necessarily how big you are. It's yeah. how, you know, how well you execute, how well you fight. And, you know, to so you guys, I don't know, they, they talk about – you know, there are guys who will have like a little man syndrome. You know, do you, do you guys have a little team syndrome, and you feel like you guys have to have to prove yourself when you get on the field?
2: Um, yeah, every game we play, I feel like we're proving ourselves to these teams. Um, we've proved that we can beat the best of the best, and it's just the matter of if our offense is on, or if our pigeons on, it's we can beat whoever we. Play,
1: well, next up for you guys, it's at Missouri Southern at Pittsburgh State. So you guys are making the Southeast Kansas, Southwest Missouri swing here. Uh, the Lions are above you in the standings. Pittsburgh State it, have to have those two games. How do you take the right approach into this weekend knowing that you've got to win at least three of four you need some help obviously winning four of four would be fantastic mm-hmm. for you guys but you can't put too much on any one play any one game what do you think is the right mindset to approach this this last pair of double headers
2: um honestly just leaving it all on the field and having the right approach like i said talking to you earlier just playing for each other and executing doing our jobs um, when we make the routine plays, do everything that's supposed to, we're supposed to do. We're gonna we're a good team.
1: Anissa Ramos, infielder on this Newman Jets softball team, be looking for the program record in victories coming up this weekend. And we'll be joined by another softball player, her teammate, coming up in just a moment. Thanks so much for your time. Thank we appreciate you so it. much. We'll hear from Mackenzie next on the JetCast.
0: Hi friends, Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. As we look back over 2021, I'll admit there were some challenges, but overall it was a great year. It was a year full of great events, new beginnings with our warehouse, and another year of taking care of customers and giving back to this great community. Whether you visited Mel Hamilton Ford to purchase a vehicle or visit our Facebook to enter a contest, we appreciate your time and your business. Thank you to every customer from racing to quick lane. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984, Experience the difference. Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah! What am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit EckAgency.com
1: a lot of softball this week on the penultimate JetCast of the year. We'll wrap things up with episode 70 next week. We are joined by our second softball player, Mackenzie Anderson, a senior utility player from Halstead, Kansas, a transfer in from Pratt Community College. She has started in 30 games for the Jets, hitting 265 for Newman as they go in once again at Missouri Southern and at Pittsburgh State. 3 o'clock doubleheader Friday, 1 o'clock on Saturday. Weather is actually looking fairly decent, so you may actually be able to Believe those times that I tell you this week. Mackenzie Anderson joins us on the JetCast. Thank you so much for being here, Mackenzie. Of
3: course, thank you for having me.
1: Uh, you guys, uh, talk about you first. You're hitting 265 this year. You're hitting like a hundred points better than you did last year. Uh, so, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. What has been the catalyst to your uh, increased offensive output this year? Do you think?
3: um To be honest, uh, just knowing it's my last year here. Um, Kind of just a do or die moment, uh, giving it all I can. I'm um, just remembering to leave it all on the field. But I think my approach this year is definitely a lot better than it was last year, um, especially with the team that I have behind me. Like, I trust them. And um, so it's kind of just like I do my own job, and I can respect them and know that they'll do it after
0: me.
1: There, it, it's it's almost like a culture thing. We were talking with that about Anissa. You know, and she said you guys are were very well aware that when you won that 18th game, that that tied the program record in wins. And so you get one more this weekend. You guys will be the best team that Newman's ever had. Possibly the first 20 win season in Newman history. How much would that mean to you as a senior to kind of leave that as your legacy? <clears throat>
3: Oh, uh, that's a crazy feeling, actually. Um, that'd be amazing. Like
1: <laughs> it would be. Loss of words, almost. <laughs> uh, the so, you are a Kansas girl. Yes. You've played a bunch of softball in Kansas. So I asked Anisa, who's a California girl, about the wind and how insane it's been because we've had, you know, two games, two last two weeks, it's gusted to 50-plus. It's been unbelievable. And she said that she's not used to it at all, being from California. Are you used to it as a native Kansan?
3: Um, I'm used to a little bit of wind, but last weekend was crazy. That (laughs) was not fun.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, so you're a utility player, so which means you play, you know, you can dabble in just about everything. What position do you feel like you've played the most innings this year defensively?
3: Uh, left
1: field. So in the outfield, uh, the, the wind can, uh, Have have you gotten twisted up on any this year?
3: Oh, yeah. I think all <laughs> of us have, yeah. There'd be balls that were hit to the outfield, you know, routine pop-up. Next thing you know, the pitcher's, like, calling it. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> sure.
1: Well, and, and, you know, have there been any that you're like, oh, that's foul. Like, oh, wait, no, that's not.
3: Yeah, there's been a few of those too, yeah. You
1: know, so you've, you kind of have to watch it all the way in. Um, so looking at the standings, looks like you guys need to win about three of four to have the best chance and get some help. Obviously, if you win four of four, that would be great to get into the MIAA tournament. Uh, have Was that a big goal for you guys who, came, who are seniors on this team, uh, upperclassmen, let's say, to you know, did you think that that was possible to go from six wins to possibly making the MIAA tournament?
3: A hundred percent, yeah. Uh, just from the fall, like looking at what we brought in, like it was highly confident that we were going to make it this far.
1: You guys have improved so much. Um, what do you think is the area that the team has improved in the most from last year to this year?
3: Um, I would say offensively, we've definitely improved a lot. But also our pitchers, I feel like have um, taken that like step. Um, they were good, obviously, last year, but like this year, they're more disciplined. Um, and we can put a lot of trust in them.
1: One th- I-, I asked a question of Anisa. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you the reverse question. I asked her for one thing that we didn't know about you. She said you were. she was really nice because there, there's a million ways she could have gone with that. She said, oh, she's the hardest working player. She's improved so much. has a great attitude. Um, so you can do whatever you want. Um, but I want to know one thing about Anissa that we don't know. So what's one thing that you can share about Anissa that the rest of us don't know that might be interesting? I mean, and you could be nice or maybe you won't be. I don't know.
3: Uh, oh, I don't know. Anissa... She has a heart that, like, um, a lot of players don't, like, it's, I would be thankful to have, like, the love of the game that she carries with her. Like, um, no matter if we're down, we're up, like, she's always motivating everybody. She's... Always uh, being a leader, first of all, she is young, obviously, and she's probably one of the top leaders on our team
1: i i would it's a good answer she'll appreciate that <laughs> i when she talks she talks in a way about the game I didn't ask her about this uh, i I think maybe do you think my, she might want to be a coach at some point?
3: I don't know. She'd be a good one, though.
1: Yeah? <laughs> she I mean, helps me. That, that, that's kind of what I was, I was wondering. Um, one thing that the fans will have missed, and you can see all this on social media. I'm sure there's going to be pictures. Um, but and, and I'm not sure. You may have a test or something. You may have work at that and not be attending tonight. But uh, for a lot of the Jets, they'll be getting uh, dressed up to the nines tonight. Apparently, you're going to be one of them. Oh, yeah. uh, so this is what have happened <laughs> yesterday as you're watching this on Wednesday or listening on Wednesday on the JetCast. But the Jetspees are set up just next door here in the gym. Uh, how excited are you uh, for the Jetspees coming up? I would think I would think that if you win 12 more games than last year, I would think that softball probably should get some Jetspie awards tonight.
3: Yeah, we have a couple um, awards that were nominated for, um, Game of the Year, and then uh we have a freshman Gianna she is up for an award this year too so yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. How, how much do you guys look forward to this? And uh, and I'm, I'm assuming everybody's got their outfit picked out because this is, this is the one time, you know, the I will say sometimes the guys don't always go all out for this.
3: Yeah, I think it's different for girls for sure. Um, <laughs> it's like the one time you get to dress up in college. Like, I know. And <laughs> not wear sweats and T-shirts, right? Sure.
1: <laughs> so you you guys are looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. um, we I know another thing that you're looking forward to are the series this weekend. Mm-hmm. Missouri Southern, Pittsburgh State, once again, those games will be streamed on the MIAA Network so you can watch these games. I believe they're on the MIAA Network. It's 3 o'clock on Friday at Missouri Southern, 1 o'clock Saturday doubleheader at Pittsburgh State. What's the thing that you're looking forward to uh, competing the, against these teams? And we talked to, uh, with Anisa about making sure you have the right mindset, you know, Something bad's going to happen in each of these games. It's how you respond to that. You can't, you know, score five runs on one hit if things go badly to start. How do you stay positive and live in the moment, play to play, um, you know, because you guys you guys need some wins, you need some help, but obviously you can't put too much pressure on yourself, especially in a game like softball. So as a senior leader on this team, what's the kind of leadership that you want to provide going into this last week of the season?
3: Uh, you know, I kind of just would like to look at it as uh, these could be my last games ever. Um, So I'm kind of just going out there, leaving it all in the field, and just hoping for the best, obviously. But it's highly doable. I think we could take all four, to be honest. So... Um, yeah, just go out there and leave it out. Like, no sweat. Like,
1: leave uh, all four. That would leave the Jets in a pretty good spot to make the MIAA tournament. It would be their first ever postseason tournament appearance. So let's see if they can get it done. Once again, 3 o'clock, that's when the Jets will be next to be in action against Missouri Southern. 3 o'clock Friday, 1 o'clock Saturday at Pittsburgh State. And once again, the weather is looking fairly good. I don't know about how not windy it's going <laughs> to be. Uh, that That is a different story. But uh, in terms of rain, looks like the game We'll get on a schedule. Mackenzie Anderson, senior utility player from Halstead, Kansas. Thank you so much. Uh, go get them uh, this weekend out in southeast Kansas and uh, southwest Missouri. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for being here. We will be joined by the director of tennis, Shella Augsberger. She's got a lot to do with these Jets piece. And the Newman Jets tennis teams, both the men and the women, are in postseason. We'll talk to her all about it next. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge, brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook
0: where can you land the best jet swag the official online store of newman university athletics and ujetskier.com store features the greatest variety of jets logo gear anywhere the latest clothing styles and hats to newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more and ujetskier.com is your place to purchase sports specific alumni parents and hard to find newman merchandise Shop right now on your computer or phone and you or click the shop now button at newmanjets.com.
1: The Newman Jets tennis teams are going to be in action this week. They both made the postseason. Sheila Augsburger is the director of tennis. And so we're going to wrap things up on the JetCast here. Our second to last episode of the year with Newman Jets tennis. The Newman teams both beat Emporia State last time out uh, to get themselves into postseason contention. First of all, uh, you know, any season that both teams make the conference tournament, uh, that's a pretty good season. So congratulations to you. How excited are you about both your men and women? women uh, getting to participate in, in some uh, late April tennis.
4: I'm really excited. The girls kind of clinched a while back, so we knew we just were t- trying to play for seating so we wouldn't have to play some of the top teams. Sure. Um, we, But we we did pretty well, so that that was good. And then the boys just clinched on Friday, so...
1: How? It's how been a whirlwind what again. was the scene like when the guys knew that they, you know, I'm assuming they had to beat Emporia State in mm-hmm. order to clinch? Yes. Uh, the, the men are going to be playing in the Great American Conference, MiAA tournament. They have a combined conference in in men's tennis, so it's the GAC MiAA tournament. Women women's tennis is just run by the MiAA, so it's the MiAA tournament. Um, what was that scene like when they knew that they had that clinched the postseason?
2: Well, it.
4: I was I was the girls had, we had to play inside because the wind was 30 miles an hour so we right. could, can't play outside. Um, so I was with the girls we had just finished and I had come down and there was two guys still. But when the last guy to win the match. One, It was kind of crazy, but we still had to be, you know, calm because we still had two guys still playing. So.
1: Sure. Well, and I know that a lot of times, you know, like I'll watch um, like the national championship tennis tournaments and they'll, you know, like they'll have two or three matches going on. And once, you know, one of them wins, you know, the other matches, they just, you know, it's, it's over. I don't know. I don't know if they go back and restart those, but they, you know, yeah. they start yelling and they just throw their rackets in the air and, you know, it's national championship. Yeah. Who cares at that point? (laughs) Um, So the women are going to be the number three seed in the MIAA tournament. So you mentioned. No,
4: no, we're the sixth seed. Oh, you're
1: the sixth seed. We played the third seed. You play the third seed. So the women's seed. Yeah, I have that here. Number six seed taking on Missouri Western, I Mm -hmm. believe, in the first round. Uh, How how difficult of a a task will that be to take on the Griffins?
4: Um, Well, we lost to them at, at the first time, but we hadn't been outside too much when we played them. And we had one girl sick, so we didn't have our full lineup. I'm not sure. They just sent out the lineups yesterday, so I haven't really had a chance to look at them to see who they have playing. But um, they're, they're tough. I mean, they're the number three seed in a really tough conference. Um, they've, they've had a really good year. Um, we, we played them tough, so we'll we'll see. We're a lot better than we were when we played them.
1: And then where are the men going to be seeded? I think they're the number eight seed in the GAC MIAA tournament.
4: Well, there's the way they do it is they take three from – each side. Oh, so we're that's the third right. Seed from from that pod. MiAA. Okay. And we'll play the two seed, which is Southern Arkansas. Um, they're the two seed from the GAC.
1: Okay, so they're going to kind of switch up like divisions mm-hmm. and cross pollinate the bracket. Kind of confusing, but. yeah, it is, that, that is a <laughs> little different. A little bit different. How much have you guys seen the GAC schools this year uh, on the men's side?
4: Um, we played. We played most of them. A couple of them came here. And then um, we went down to Arkansas over spring break and played a couple of them down there. And I think Harding may be the only one we didn't play. Um, But I think we got most of them.
1: Now, you guys had the last home meet here very recently and you guys had one senior to celebrate. So we wanted to I wanted to ask you about Maria Cavalcanti, your senior on the women's team. Um, what's it been like having her in your program and uh and what's it going to be like uh, saying goodbye to her here in a few weeks?
4: Well, I cried at senior day. So um, <laughs> but she did too, so that was good. Um I'm going to miss her. She's a good leader. She is one of the most coachable players I've had since I've been coaching here at Newman, she she's always, I don't think I've ever asked her to work harder on the court. I've never, even in a match. Now, when she first came, she was a little nervous to try some new stuff. Sure. Um, but she wasn't going to succeed if she kept playing the way that she, you know, had, had what got her
1: here. I mean, it,
4: that was a good thing, but...
1: And it's always a difficult transition. She's an international player, I believe she's from Italy. No,
4: no she's from Brazil.
1: So yeah, that's right, from yeah. Brazil. And so how what's the what is the big how do you because you recruit a lot of international players mm-hmm. or have historically. How what's the thing that you have to do to try to make them comfortable? Because, you know, obviously when you're moving, you're changing countries. You're away from family, friends, support system. You got food. nothing. <laughs> and food is different. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, have, I think everybody's spoken and understood English pretty well when they've got here. But obviously not being in your native language, that would be another, you know, headspace. How do you try to make those players comfortable when they get here? Because if you're, you know, thinking about a hundred other things, you're obviously not going to play your best tennis.
4: Right. Well, that's the thing, and we had a lot of new players this year. So even on the men's side, we had eight new players, um, trying to get them to work as a team and get to know each other. And one of the biggest things is accepting people because you have to learn that just because somebody's different than you doesn't mean that it's wrong. That Sure. And it, once they break that down, then we, they start accepting people and start working as a team. And in our sport, if you are from another country – You probably only played tennis. You didn't play on other teams because they don't have those kind of teams in high school. So you play outside of high school. Sure. So a lot of the, because tennis is an individual sport, they aren't used to playing teams. So when they come here and you have to mold them into a team and they're like, you want me to root for somebody who's trying to take my position? Like they (laughs) just, the whole concept is really hard. But then once they start trusting me and they start trusting that everybody is working for the same goal then, and it takes a while, sure, I mean, sometimes I get a little frustrated because i 'm like, I just want it to happen, but especially on the boys where there wasn't we didn 't have a lot of returners, so there wasn 't that um, here 's how we do it, sure, you know it was like they had to kind of develop their own way of doing it with a little guidance so.
1: The wind has been uh problematic for us outdoors. <laughs> Tennis is supposed to be an outdoor sport <laughs> I mean remember I remember when you know like at the u s open when arthur Ash didn 't have a roof which still shouldn't have a roof in my opinion but the winds were swirling and they would be blowing around and you know the players it it was tough for them to figure it out um where do they draw the line for the wind because we've had gusts of 50 miles per Mm -hmm. hour I can only imagine how difficult that would make conditions but I know that there are some people who would say you know that playing the conditions playing the wind that's part of tennis too
4: well I think to a point I mean with the ball as soft and light as it is, <laughs> oh, you know, are you playing like we'll practice in the wind? Sure, but it doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Like we're just practicing, but then in a match, it's like it's supposed to be who's the better team or who's sure. playing the best, not who can control the wind the best. Um And sometimes nobody can control the wind <laughs> because the ball just goes wherever. Sure, um, but it's but it has this year, especially when you get these kids from other places who don't grow up playing in is the
1: that games? not uh, apparently the, uni- is the United States the only place uh, is Kansas the only place where it's windy because I had a <laughs> softball player on from California she said oh the wind here is, it, is crazy <laughs> yeah. and then you know obviously these uh, you know these non-American players come in these international players like god the wind here is crazy so apparently Kansas <laughs> is the only place where it's windy other than you know Arthur Ash Stadium when they didn't have a roof yeah
4: Texas I think some of my kids from Texas say oh this is
1: nothing um. I, uh, I had, I had Felisa a Felice on from the golf team. She said, Down no, the window, up here is for real. Oh, That's yeah. That's what she is. She's oh. from Texas. Well, so, and
4: it's. I think it's worse than it's been in a while. Like the, during spring season. Sure. I mean, it may
1: be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we had. Two days out there at you know baseball and softball where it was gusting to 50, which I yeah, I, don't, I don't recall that. That's, that <laughs> we is definitely new. were probably
4: inside. You were probably <laughs> inside.
1: Another thing that's going to be inside, and it's probably a good thing, is going to be the jet space. So as people are watching and listening to this, this will have occurred yesterday. I'm assuming there's going to be some social media coverage at, at Newman Jets. So if you want to go and see some of the ladies and the guys who are uh, dressed up a little bit tonight, mm-hmm. you can do that. Um, and the awards, I think those will be posted as well but I know that uh, you are heavily involved as one of the uh, SAC rep- faculty representatives in terms of setting this up. Uh, I'm assuming, I just assume whenever anything needs to be decorated in, <laughs> you know, athletics, you pretty much do it, whether it's Jet Open <laughs> or Christmas or Jetsby. So I'm assuming all the decorations in there are you, well, or at least under your supervision.
4: Yeah, I've had a really good SAC. The board and the SAC this year has been amazing i mean i have probably done less this year than i've ever done wow. because of the leadership of lauren esfeld who is the president
1: who we've and, had on the show by yes, the way
4: and her in sta- her board and then i
1: believe the, ian leckie is on that mm-hmm. board mm-hmm. who we had on the show by the way so yeah, we do I get think, sac members on the show. i think
4: actually all the sac board members have been on the show yeah I, I'm, um, I would
1: not be surprised
4: but the whole the whole sac group which is two reps from each sport they have been just amazing. So I can't even imagine what it's like them leading on their team in some way because they have done a really good job this year.
1: Final question for you this weekend, obviously. The men and the women will be in action in their respective conference tournaments. Uh, how do you kind of split this up? Because uh, I i don't believe that these are in the same location. So you've kind of got a, a Taryn Torgerson situation here where you've, you know, you're coaching both teams but you can only be in one place we have not you know refined that technology yet to have you in (laughs) two places at (laughs) once so, uh, how are you going to handle this weekend, and how do you hope that your two teams handle this weekend?
4: Well, as far as me, I have Jetspees today. The boys are leaving at 3, so I have my gra- um, volunteer assistant is taking them down because they have warm-up tonight.
1: So, they will be missing the Jetspees.
4: Yeah, they're not happy about that, but they're <laughs> excited about going to the conference of course. tournament. So, we have two that we're leaving home
1: so you we won't accept. have any tennis players. No we'll ten- have three.
4: We're, we're leaving the ones that aren't in the lineup are going to stay gotcha. down with me. So okay. as soon as Jetsby's over, I'm taking them, and we're driving down.
1: And then the women, I assume, they are also. Are they also missing, or is there no, a shorter no. drive? No,
4: no. Is, theirs isn't till we don't leave till Thursday. Okay. It was the men because it was so – we didn't find out till Friday, and then they had to be down there tonight. <laughs> so Of course. Trying to get them all all, all situation travel and all that.
1: Gotcha. Um, so. so So you'll be going with the men then.
4: Well, I'll, I'll be down there tonight. Go down there They'll tonight. already be down there. Gotcha. Yeah. And
1: then, uh, so let's talk about what the team needs to do. You can only focus on one match at a time, only focus on one point at a time. What's the correct approach to, you know, make a run? Get through that. You got to get through that first round game in order to have a chance. So how do they get through that first round match?
4: Um, just playing like they played against Emporia. Just I mean, it's the end of season. This is all we got. Um, I think they played them tough. I'm not sure. Southern Arkansas, when we played them before, had their strongest lineup in. Um, and we had just been at, started playing outside. I think the guys have improved. We only have one injury right now. Um, well, we don't know if he'll be able to play, but we've got a pretty solid team. Nobody's really that superstar. Sure. But we have a real solid team. And... I I think they're playing at their best right now, so we'll give it a shot. See what happens.
1: The Newman Jets tennis teams, both in action, women at the MIAA tournament this weekend and the men at the Great American Conference MIAA tournament. Best of luck to both teams and a very, very busy weekend for you.
4: (laughs) It's a good weekend. It is a great, yeah. You you wouldn't
1: want it to be any other way, but it will be a lot of work. (laughs) That is our second to last show. The penultimate show is in the books. We'll wrap up with Episode 70 next week. Next week, we're going to introduce you to your new Newman Jets volleyball coach. She is coming up next week along with Newman Athletic Director Joe Pryor. So until then, Blake Cripp saying, go Jets.